Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. And good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is away today. California Senate and Assembly leaders unveiled their draft budget this week, and with California seeing a nearly $100 billion surplus, lawmakers want $10 billion of those dollars to go back to Californians. The legislature has until the 15th of June budget deadline to figure out just how that money will be dealt. To discuss all this more, we're joined live on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Laura Corti, author of the Politico California Playbook, which comes out every Friday, and she is writing about this in today's edition. Laura, thanks for your time this afternoon. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. So what do we know definitively about where this money is going to go? Absolutely. Well, first, we should say that this is just a a draft plan right now. Like you mentioned, there's a June 15th deadline coming out soon, and we're going to have the next couple of days is going to be all about negotiations between leaders in the legislature and Governor Gavin Newsom about how they want to spend all this money that California has this year. Um, Some of the things that they do agree upon are that we they want to send money out to Californians. Now, how they send that money out is still a, a subject of debate. Um, legislative leaders are looking to send out $200 checks to people with an extra $200 per dependent. They would want to base that on um, income taxes for those making $125,000 or less every year. Um, Gov- Governor Gavin Newsom wants to do it a little bit of a different way. He wants to send $400 checks for vehicle owners with a cap of two checks per person. His argument is that the DMV can do it quicker and it would cover people who wouldn't normally be identified through the the tax system, like people who are on Social Security benefits. So there's a little bit of a difference there that they're going to have to hammer out. But that's one of the big ones that they want this year is to send some money back to Californians. Help us pull back the curtain a bit, if you would, on how these negotiations unfold. What does that look like? Well, it really starts out months ago, you have essentially uh, the governor in January comes out with a plan and says, here's what kind of revenues we expect to get this year, and here's how I want to spend it. And then we wait a couple more months and we get tax returns, and then the legislature unveils their priorities. And as we learn more about the kind of tax revenues that are coming in, the, the lawmakers kind of adjust what they want and how they want it. And the interesting thing here is that basically legislators have a lot of control. They're the ones who really write the language. Uh, but the governor has his priorities too, and he has the ability to veto things in the budget he doesn't like. So it does really benefit all parties for there to be some negotiation going on. It also helps that they're all Democrats. They're all part of the same party. So there's not that kind of partisan um, friction that you might have in some other states. But, it, you know, a lot of these conversations go on behind closed doors. I can't say exactly how they work. 
Um, but there are certainly um, some powerful competing interests here, so we'll just have to see how they shake out. As someone who follows this beat so closely, do you have a sense of what voters want at this point? I mean, we've seen some polls, for example, that suggest crime is atop the, the list for many voters. Yeah, absolutely. And I think crime is going to play a big role in the elections coming up. I mean, that's part of this, too, is that with this huge budget that lawmakers are looking to pass, they have to think what voters are really concerned about. Um, Governor Gavin Newsom this year is introducing um, a new care courts plan that is supposed to um, help people who have very severe mental health issues, which is something that a lot of voters have talked about. Um, they're, you know, struck by the kind of uh, devastation seen in homeless camps with people who clearly are in need of help um, kind of left on their own. And so they're looking for the state to do something about that. So that's what Governor Gavin Newsom is trying to do with his care courts proposal. It would essentially um, give uh, people with those severe behavioral issues uh, better access to services in their counties. Um, there is some complaint from county behavioral health providers that the budget doesn't include enough money for them to really handle this additional burden of patients that would be referred through the program. But um, so far, that proposal has gotten through the Senate. There seems to be a broad range of support for it. So that's going to be something that I think voters will definitely keep an eye on. Okay, you mentioned this June 15th budget deadline. Dumb question, but what happens if they can't meet that? They don't get paid. Um, That's actually in the Constitution. They are required to pass a budget bill by June 15th. Now, it gets kind of squishy, and I'm, man, I'm not the, the most wonky person to talk about this, certainly, but they can pass additional spending bills after the fact. They just have to pass the main budget bill uh, by June 15th. We can expect to see spending bills passed in the weeks following, though, so, so don't put all your marbles just on June 15th. And do you think much of this is going to be public, this debate, in the, in the, in the time between now and the 15th? It depends on how how bad negotiations go behind doors, you know. Um, I think there's generally in the past been a kind of understanding that any any disagreements or like vitriol they want to keep kind of behind the curtain because they do want to keep um, a, a unified front, so to speak. Like I mentioned, they're all in the same party. They work together on a lot of other pieces of legislation. I don't think it serves any of them to to kind of pick fights in public. So unless something gets really contentious, I doubt you'll hear about it. Um, but if, if we're going to see some tension anywhere, it's probably going to be uh, late nights on the on the legislature floor. So uh, stay tuned for that. Fabulous. Laura, thanks so much for the update. We do appreciate your time again. That's Laura Carti, or Corti rather, author of the Politico California Playbook issue, which comes out every Friday. And she writes about this in today's episode, or in today's issue, I should say, of uh, California Playbook want to remind you that uh, you can hear the State of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available at kcbsradio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.